Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to get to masks. Do you think masks should be mandatory? Before we get to the mandatory need, there are many things that we've learned in the last six months where COVID-19 is concerned. It's, an, it's a process with an emerging virus to learn how to best keep it at bay. There's been great success at doing exactly that, keeping this virus at bay in BC particularly. The provincial health officer there, Dr. Bonnie Henry, pretty consistent with her messaging. We know that being outside is better than being inside. And it is good to see so many people enjoying our parks, our beaches. But if you are in a crowded um, location, being outside is not enough. We know that it can be transmitted when you're having close conversations, um, talking, laughing with large numbers of people, even if it is outside. So what does this mean? If you are going to the beach or a lake, choose a quieter spot. Keep away from others. Keep that distance between your group and other small groups. So that's Dr. Bonnie Henry actually referencing a number of things that were happening in BC. She's been firm about keeping your physical distance and also saying if you are in spaces and places where physical distance is not possible, wear your mask, wear a face covering. That is something that definitely helps lower the transmission of COVID-19. It protects others when you wear a mask. A mask, excuse me. Uh, she's also very firm, Dr. Henry is, on how masks are not mandatory. It's not part of her plan. That said, she does, as I said, suggest that British Columbians do don masks in those public spaces and places, transit, where physical distancing is not possible. There's no doubt that wearing a mask is the single easiest act of kindness that we can do to protect our community's most vulnerable. But Dr. Henry consistently avoids making most anything mandatory. There are other jurisdictions, other provinces, other cities who have had mandatory lockdown, mandatory orders, mandatory. I mean, you don't go near the cherry blossoms. They're taped off with yellow tape. That never happened in BC. So perhaps that that steering away from mandatory masks is part of a greater picture from the perspective of our provincial health officer in British Columbia, Dr. Bonnie Henry. Now, our next guest, the reason I'm so BC forward here is because our next guest is in BC, a BC-based uh, lawyer, and on a bit of a legal mission to change Dr. Henry's mind. BC lawyer with Early Sullivan, Wright, Geyser, and McRae Canada, Kaylin Chi is with us on the line. Hi, Kaylin. Hi, Jody. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, thank you. I want to know more about your want to make masks mandatory. What is your inspiration for this? Well, it's not my want, uh, Jody. We're um, we've been retained by a doctor in BC, um, and essentially, on her behalf, we've filed an injunction application um, into the BC Supreme Court to restrain the BC government from continuing to operate in its current phase of reopening plans without a mandatory mask policy in indoor environments such as hospitals, transits, schools and stores and bars, similar to the ones that, you know, we see in Ontario and Quebec right now. And newly put in Calgary. Yes, and also in Calgary. And the basis of this proceeding is that under BC legislation, you're actually prohibited from causing a health hazard or acting in a manner that you know would cause a health hazard. So the question we put before the court is, you know, is BC government causing a health hazard by allowing community interaction to increase 
during a state of emergency without implementing a compulsory mask wearing policy, particularly when the scientific evidence shows that universal mask adoption is right now the most important measure in stopping COVID. Um, I know that it's in efficacy. Oh. Sorry, you go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. You The efficacy? Well, the efficacy of masks have definitely been a highly debated topic in the science community, but I think now we've reached a point um, where the evidence in support of masking outnumbers the ones that say masking is not the most effective measure. So some people would argue, uh, similarly, I think, to this physician that has retained your services uh, to put forward uh, this proposal to the BC Supreme Court. Some are wondering why we're taking such a passive approach in British Columbia where masks sort of fall in the same category perhaps as seat belts and when those were made mandatory those saved lives others would push back and say you know often what we're seeing south of the border certainly is people uh, have a right to not wear a mask Um, so what what do you anticipate uh, with regard to this uh, legal maneuver what do you anticipate coming back from the bc supreme court taking taking on the provincial government well, I mean, it's it's really a legal argument to make, and these are I I, I understand the debate between choice um, and and mandatory masking, but these are exceptional times. Um, the government has extended the state of emergency recently, which provides them with exceptional powers to issue orders requiring the public to take certain preventative measures, including wearing a mask. Um, and so they, they have the right to mandate mask wearing, um, unless it can be shown that, you know, the, me- the, the the cost of wearing a mask outweighs the benefits. But right now, there's little evidence to suggest that there is harm to wearing a mask. Um, yes, we value freedom in Canada, but, you know, it's also arguable that uh, health and safety is paramount in times like these. And the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, it does not include the freedom to infect others with COVID. And the truth of the matter is, is that COVID is um, is transmitted in the air, and it's predominantly, according to scientists, it's transmitted through asymptomatic people. So masks are an important way um, to prevent asymptomatic spread. And it's, like you said, it's no different from asking people to wear a seatbelt. It's no different from the time in the 1940s when England mandated a universal blackout and people had to put curtains in their house to avoid London from getting bombed by Germans. And this is very similar, except, you know, the enemy right now that we're facing is invisible. We can't even see them. So people are going to be angry and maybe some people will hate it. But the question before the court is, does the benefit to public safety outweigh the, um, the costs of making certain people angry? And the worst when, case Kay- scenario, yes. I was going to say, worst case scenario. No, I want you to finish your thought. Well, the worst case scenario is, you know, mandatory masking doesn't do anything, um, but are totally harmless. And the best case and most likely scenario, based on the scientific evidence, is that they'll be very effective in stopping spread, preventing outbreaks, and saving lives. And even if it saves just one life, that matters. Why would we not take that precaution? Every life matters. Every everyone who dies is somebody's father, grandfather, and son. So, so Kaylin, what do you expect? When do you expect to hear more on what you've put before the courts? 
Well, right now we're um, we're waiting for a response from the government um, in, res- in, in response to the application that we've put before them. And um, so we'll see. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, and certainly, you know, I think we're also not alone. This, this, this client we're representing is not alone in, in her advocacy for mandatory masks. There we've seen over the last couple of months, there's been a large group of people lot, uh, who are doctors and scientists in the community in Canada who have been advocating across the country for mandatory mask policies. Well, it'll be interesting to see the outcome of this. And I believe going back to the public health officer in British Columbia, the the mindset has always been to not make things mandatory. However, ask people to buy in and collectively do the right thing. And right now, at this moment in this pandemic, the right thing is when physical distancing is not possible to wear a face covering. We thank you for your time, Kaylin. Thank Keep you us posted. Much. That's Kaylin Chi, BC-based barrister with Early Sullivan, Wright, Geyser, and McRae, uh, putting forward the idea of masks being mandatory, taking on the BC government in that regard. We're going to continue talking about masks, but masking up with a message. Health Not Hate is a grassroots um, initiative. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.